0: You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, smrnation.com. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen.
1: Where we're having straightforward, honest conversations that are on your mind. With the topics that you've got, the questions you have, the curiosities that we're trying to create an area and a nation, if you will, that if you've got a question you don't know where else to ask, this is the place. So you can call 214-702-9565, leave a message on what's on your mind, and anything that we can give our two cents to, because we want to go where you want to go. So if you like what's going on here, too, we also ask you to jump on iTunes. Leave us a review and a rating or Spotify or Stitcher or iHeartRadio or however you choose to join the nation. We are so glad that you join it every time. So alongside my wife, Pam, as always. Hey. We're looking forward to wherever we may be going today.
0: Yeah, looking forward to it.
1: Because coming up on today's regular version, the free version of Sexy Marriage Radio, we've got a couple of your questions and our answers and on the extended version of Sexy Marriage Radio, which is deeper, a little bit longer and no ads, you can subscribe at smrnation.com. You can listen to a little more in-depth conversation Pam and I are going to have about this idea of should you expect your spouse to be there for you?
0: All right. <laughs> Anytime we have the word expect. Fair. Fair. That throws up flags for me, so that'll be a fun conversation. Okay,
1: and so all of that is coming up on today's show. And speaking of today's show, today's show is sponsored by the Sexy Marriage Radio Man of His Word Mastermind Groups.
0: Mm, nice.
1: They come around come around a couple times a year, and so it's that time of year now mm-hmm. uh, for the fall sessions that go on as a six-month commitment. If a man wants to be a part of this group, it's... Uh, there's application process to be a part of it. So if you are interested, send me an email, Corey at smrnation.com. That is C-O-R-E-Y, by the way. And let me know you're interested and we'll give you the next steps. So this came from one of the episodes we did at the getaway. Okay. With episode 421, which was on Lasting Longer and Squirting, if I remember right, is the title.
0: Squirting is always a hit. It was it a hit. On, right?
1: Um, and so this is a listener that emailed in shortly after that episode aired. And she was just saying, hey, I was just catching up on the last couple of episodes and wanted to chime in about the topic of squirting. Dr. Allen, you said that squirting is achieved through G-spot stimulation, but I wanted to say that I do often squirt and it's always been from clitoral stimulation. I've only been married a few years and my husband and I haven't quite figured out the G-spot and I haven't had an orgasm via intercourse yet, even though I know some women don't. I've never been able I've been able to achieve all levels of orgasm, even squirting through just clitoral stimulation though. So, she wanted to at least just chime in to say it's not just G-spot Right. Which is a great, great addition to our conversation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I think it's also worth noting that it's, it's largely built on the ability and the, the, the magnitude of the orgasm. right? And so that's not just G-spot, because it is, as she's saying, literal orgasms can reach the magnitude mm-hmm. to achieve that. So then she also goes on to say, I also wanted to speak to the man who asked the question specifically regarding his wife's concern that it feels like she's going to urinate. I just wanted to say that it does feel the same. First time it happened to me, I actually thought that I'd wet the bed and apologized to my husband, but yet he then had to tell me what had happened. However, I also say that it only ever happens when I'm having the most intense orgasm, so I've grown to like it. I do sometimes hold it in because I don't feel like dealing with the mess that it makes, and other times I choose to go for it. Then there's times when just everything's so good that I can't control it, and it just happens. By the way, my husband likes it too because he knows that it means everything was feeling really good for me. So it sounds like she's actually able to do it. This is her feedback to the listener or the the, the voicemail. But she's holding back. And so this listener is saying, I would encourage her not to, but to give it a try.
0: Right, to not hold back. Right. Yeah, definitely.
1: Let it go and see see if that will create what you're looking for. Because it is... We don't need to put a cap on things.
0: No, no. I mean, what she it, If it's going to make your teeth shake, go for it.
1: <laughs> a teeth-shaking orgasm, that should be what everybody's striving for, right, at times?
0: Right, or a squirting one. That's well, a better way to... <laughs>
1: fair enough. So thank you for the nation, uh, helping out the nation, because I love it when the conversations get rounded out with filling in, no, no, hold on, there's this other side to it too, or yeah. there's this other aspect to it that's worth noting. Absolutely. So another email came in, Uh, this one's actually been in the queue for a little while, and she's talking about that the problem that she has, this is from a wife, that that she has in sex with her husband, that some of this is because she's married to a man that's often deployed, he's a Marine, and so they have trouble just because of schedule.
0: Well, schedule, and, his, and, and when he service. comes back, you're trying to just get into a routine together right. anyway, Re-entry right? Is, Reentry is an issue. Yeah. And
1: so it's, it's recognizing that, that it's created a lot of issues of depression and some emotions that have come along through the years with his deployment that she's felt very, very down and alone and isolated. Okay? Sure. And so that's, that's the foundation of where this lands, so the problem, she says, is that my sex life is that we don't. I don't get any foreplay. And if I do, it's maybe three to five minutes. I've sent him articles and videos of what I'd like him to do, but he never retains any of it. He knows that the average warm-up time for a woman is about 40 minutes, but I've never received that. Also, he's never given me an orgasm without me using a vibrator or other toys. Even though, she puts in parentheses, I'm still the one giving myself the O's, not him. She recognizes <laughs> It's not just his responsibility. Right. I've never, ex- never experienced the inside orgasm and I'm getting extremely sad because I hear all the stories from my girlfriends about how they have great sex and it's the best os- orgasms they've ever se- that they've ever experienced. I know I shouldn't compare or have expectations, but it's so hard. My husband gets great foreplay from me and I'm not getting anything in return that's anywhere near what I give him. Also, I want to do it a lot more in bed but he isn't comfortable with it and it's driving me crazy. I'm at the point where I'm questioning if I want to be with him anymore. I'd love him, but more as a companionship and not as a lover. I feel like I'm friend-zoned with my husband. On the other side of the note, little soft baby bird kisses that he, he loves I don't like. And even during sex, we don't make out. And if we do, it's like five seconds and that's it. I told him all of this, but he isn't changing anything. I'm willing to do so much for him to be happy but the more I do for him, the less I want to do anything because I'm still not happy. I don't want this to eventually land in, in separation, but I don't know what to do. How do I bring back my passion and save my marriage? So I think we should just land on this one okay. for a little bit. Yeah. Because there's a lot going on here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack. It's, um, it, I guess my my question is, how do you... How do you start that? She's talking and saying what I want, what she wants, which I, I guess you have to do. Speak up and say what you want. That's
1: how it all starts.
0: But when that doesn't work, what would, what's your counsel to people that come in your office for what's, well, what's the okay. next step, so right? Because we always say take step number yep. one and see what happens and then take step number two.
1: Yeah, so optimally, I'd be working with both of them mm-hmm. and have the chance to read each of them while one of them is talking, and because uh, she's explaining it, I could watch him okay, to see if his take is the same or if he's offended, you know, so you get an idea of how well do each of them confront what's going on between them, because each of us have a filter that is skewed in our favor in some regards, sure. right, that it's, it's it, that's the bias we have as humans. Sure. Uh, so if they both are there, it's it's largely the same route that I can go if it's just her that's there. And the, the main route would be, okay, so you've brought up the conversations. I would ask how? What do you talk about? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times what we can do when we try to implement some sort of a change in our relationship, especially in the sexual dynamic, we can get in this arena of I explain it, but I'm also got a little level of criticism, a little level of snarkiness, you know, that there's there's a little spite in there. There's a little nuance that's not always good. Okay. Right? Because we're hurt. It's coming from a hurt. Yeah. And it's coming from a frustration. And that will bleed through. And so anytime that is covering parts of it or noticeable in it, that's met with defensiveness, deflection. It's not usually heard, Okay. right? Yeah. So a lot of it is, how do you come at it? I would do a little coaching on that. What do you say, right? Because right. Cause there's this element of saying, hey, you know what? I want to tell you a little bit about what I think will help us help work or what I'm looking for versus coming at it with, you know what? This isn't working for me and you're going to have to do this, this, you know, there's those two different deliveries will yeah. create different responses sure. just at face value. Sure. So then the other thing is after she's done what she's done, where there's been the conversations, there's been the attempts at education, then when you're in the middle of an interlude together sexually and you're, you get your three minutes of foreplay and it stops because he's ready to transition, that's when you have to make the bolder move of, no, I'm not ready yet.
0: Not moving yet.
1: Not, we're not transitioning to the sex part yet as far as the intercourse part. Yeah, I'm assuming that's what they're, they would transition to. Yeah, But you just, you have to make the bolder move to basically show and say, I'm not settling for what we've been doing. I'm changing up the dynamic. Even if that means we don't get what we've usually been doing.
0: Right. Even that, if that means you don't get orgasm honey, right. tonight. Yeah.
1: Right. Because that, well, that, I mean, because one of the things, with the way she's talking about it is, um. He's not involved in her process, the, in the level she wants him involved. Right. Right? It's, it's, sim- it's parallel sex
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> going on, if you think about it. So in one regard, they've already created a scenario that it's not too foreign from what they do. That would be if foreplay starting, he's ready to transition, she's not. And she says, you know what? No, I want to go slower. I want this to be a different thing where she's very clear about mm-hmm. what she's looking for. And he's like, oh, so I guess you just don't even want sex. You don't even want, you know, however, he might respond because we often don't always really respond in a real adult way. Yeah. Then she can say, no, I still want this and I'll go ahead and do it myself if that's what it takes because I'm already doing it anyway. Right, because,
0: yeah, I think that's the move you do have to make I mean, right. I, she's got to, and it sounds like she is already standing up for herself, right. and it's a it's a sad statement that it seems like he's um, missing out on this fullness of her that she's wanting to bring to the table. yeah, at, that could make the sex li- their sex life together so much more dynamic. And he's just kind of leaving it there. So I think it is going to take a boldness from her even more than what she's already brought.
1: Right. And there's there's an element of taking on my own kind for a moment. There's an element of us as men that can ca- fall into the rut of do what gets the job done and that's it. Sure. Right? That it's, yeah. I have figured out how to achieve whatever it is I'm looking for, whether it's just my own pleasure or my wife's or both or whatever it might be a majority of the time i figure i know the i know the path that will get the job done right? it's bottom line it right almost well when you're married to a woman that wants a little more variety which is most women if they, there is Agreed. a variety is a spice of life when it comes to women in a lot of, in a lot of regards
0: yeah give me an adventure give me a journey
1: so when you're up against that do what worked last time leaves a whole lot of possibility of pain frustration disappointment Boredom because just because it worked once doesn't mean it needs to be done a thousand times in a row.
0: Yeah, it, I mean, it's not to say that it won't work again in the future, but for Pete's sake, let's change it up, right?
1: Let's, so, yeah, it's seeing it as how do you recognize as a man, my job is to not always fall into what worked, but also go on the adventure of what else could work, what else is. Do I possibly have avenues towards because I've got a willing teacher alongside me, as she's describing? Right. You know, she's saying, let's do this. This is what I would prefer. And if he's not getting it on the intellectual conversational level, he's going to have to get it on the action level. Right. Which means she has to be bold enough to make the move and shut it down or make the move and continue by herself. Or make them whatever it might be, to be to it to be able to create the critical mass to see is he really in it at the deeper level and he's good and wants to be a part and a participant in it? Yeah. Or is he willing to let it go?
0: And I think the dynamic they've got here, I keep going back to um, him being deployed quite often and wonder how much of that dynamic plays into it because you've Potentially, you've got, because I'm away so much, I've got a fair amount of masturbation potentially that's playing into this. Possibly. Which yep. which changes that whole dynamic of how sex would play out, especially when you're coming back and reentering into the relationship. And, and so that feels like an uphill battle, but that makes it all the more important for her to um, just bring the best yeah, in her and be able it. to... To um, because
1: you're almost be pure in Pam, you're almost with. bringing up this idea of when you've got a lot of times where there's distance between you, one partner like what it sounds like he re-enters and it and it he's wanting to immediately pick up in the sexual arena together, whereas she's saying I want the other parts of it too. That's the variety and the spice too. It's yeah. the emotional component, the right. the mental component. The there's a there's more to it than just an act because Mm -hmm. if she's she's pointed out a lot of most women a lot of women take a lot of time to get into it
0: right because it's not
1: just a physical thing Mm -hmm. it's a mental and emotional thing that's Mm got to be a component of it whereas a man that's been gone a while he's just ready for all of it right then not necessarily the work it could entail Mm -hmm. to bring the emotional component to it as well and so it's just seeing it as from what she's saying her role is she's got to follow it with action to see if it starts to prove to, to yeah. prove itself out. This is the, the point I'm yeah. making. This is the point that I do not like. So if three to five minutes of foreplay is not enough, be willing to end it at the three to five minute mark when he's ready to change it and walk away from it at that moment. Not right. the marriage, but the sexual encounter.
0: Mm-hmm. It sounds like she... It sounds like she's more in tune with her body as well. Yeah. And so within the moment, it, it, you know, it's not uncommon for a woman to say, well, I don't know what I want. Um, well, she's done the research to find it is what it sounds I, like. I, it sounds like she has. And so being able to even just show him and guide him during the act um, seems like that that would be something she could do. And it would be hard to get past resentfulness, right? Yep. We, I want my spouse to want to do this. I want them to want to do it for me, but it may be that I've got to get past that and say, you know what? I'm going to show them. Here's what I want. Here's how okay. so I want you to touch me. And it's hard to get past that, but you have
1: yeah, but I right, have to
0: get past it. You do.
1: And then that brings up a whole... i want to spend a little bit longer on this then rather okay. than transitioning to a different voicemail for a second. Okay. Um, that brings up a whole different uh, dynamic that is at play that if a woman, when a wife in this instance has taken the steps to try to be more proactive in her own sex life and sexuality, and she's trying to then bring that to her husband... And teach him what it is, right? Yeah. Let me teach you about me. There's a component of us as humans, and this is definitely prevalent in men, of I don't like being up against something I don't know or understand. Right? Okay. I, that it's it's an it's an inadequacy thing. It's an insecurity thing. It's a yeah. what if I can't come through thing. It's a there's a lot of things that get tested in a man when there's someone telling him what he should or shouldn't do. There's a part of us just that are like rebellious to that. And sometimes we don't handle that well. And so we shut down and fall back to do what works last time or play ignorant or do these different things. And I know I'm not alone in this, fellas, in the Sexy Marriage Radio But
0: Nation. isn't this exactly the actionable thing that we tell people that yes. I've got to show you?
1: I, I agree. If, you're,
0: if, if there's not this desire i've got to stand up for me and say this is what i want right
1: i just want to point out that on both sides because you you're landing on the fact that for a woman even i have to get past the resentment of i don't want to have to show i don't want to have to tell and be specific sometimes i want a partner a spouse that would be in tune and would yeah. be willing and i'm not it saying
0: out. he's going to be 100 willing I when i start you. showing him but
1: that also flies right into a the other spouse, and in this case, the husband, has to confront himself on wait, I, I need to confront what else do I want in the relationship? And is my wife telling me what it is she wants really a knock on my sexual prowess and ability or not? You know, because it's that we get into these well, identity yeah, things. Yeah,
0: it's when one spouse is driving, and the other one's telling you how to drive or where to park. <laughs> And you get mad, so you purposefully go the opposite way because, (laughs) well, you told me to park over here. I'll show you. I'm going to park on the other side of the parking lot. Right. And so, and that's a very ungrown up way to look at things, right? But it's Uh, what we do. But it is what we do.
1: Yep. And so I want to, at least with this conversation for this episode, bring up the idea that there's more going on that by going down the route of, look, you've got to make some actionable moves. Is, is our counsel with this. Is That's our thought. Right. That flies right in the face of, well, you need to at least be aware of, as you face, what could happen from this? Because yeah. it's going to call both of you to have to stand up and
0: confront some yeah. things differently. Well, there's got to be more going on than, than just this. If, right. If she's willing, if she's making the comments that separation may be in play, right? And right. And I, I got to think there's a lot more going on in this relationship it's, than just...
1: Right It's just manifesting this. itself this way, right, in a lot of regards, because right. this fits into the arena of how you do sex is how you do life. right. That those things the fundamentals of those things can be overlapping. Yeah. And so you're right, there is more, but just recognize, I love the idea that how do you do a bolder move that's in congruence with who you want to be? Because that at least puts more front and center. This is the dynamic going on between us. If you want to be a student alongside me with this, we got the possibilities of no ceiling on what we could do together, sexually and maritally. Right. But if you don't, then tell me that I need to know that up front so I can make some decisions too. Yeah. And that's that's the whole path of how this goes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Pam with okay. this episode. And that's this whole idea of, you know, we get calls to 214-702-9565 and we get emails to feedback at com regularly asking for help with my relationship, right? With my marriage. But one of the things that I've been seeing over and over with clients and then with some of the emails that I go back and forth with for listeners in the nation is what about the relationship I have with myself? Yeah. Right? Because that's where I think this whole thing rests.
0: Okay. Why is that?
1: Because just like the previous emailer of this is about her standing up for her. Mm-hmm. That's a move for better relationship with myself. Mm-hmm. Right? And I've I've had clients lately. Well, long term if I think about this, but lately the theme has definitely been they're in really tough spots and where I finally get some traction with them is when we go down this route of exploring, how do you earn your own self-respect? Mm-hmm. Right? What moves do you make? What statements do you do that follow up with action that are in congruence with your level of self-respect so that you can lay your head at the pillow at the end of the day and go, I'm good with how I conducted myself for the most part today, rather than I lay my head on the pillow and I'm frustrated because I didn't change anything in my marriage my spouse still isn't doing what I want or they're still didn't pick up on it or they're still are. Critical. And I feel like a
0: doormat or I feel like whatever. Yeah. I'm being
1: yeah. treated poorly and mm-hmm. disrespected and dismissed and parallel lived and you know, all the different things rather than see it as how am I conducting myself? That is one, something I would want to be married to mm-hmm. and two I'm good with, you know, it's, it's that whole idea of okay, so in our relationship, you know, we're twenty six years into this thing, yeah, and so I know my actions are going to cause consequence and reaction from you.
0: Sure. Not
1: everything I do, and
0: vice versa, yeah. But
1: some of the stuff I do will, and I know some of the things I choose to do, you don't. They're not necessarily high on your list of oh, I love that about you. Sure. <laughs> right. So those are the things that we're going to get. Judged over,
0: mm-hmm. if you
1: will, in marriage. Yeah. So my thought is, how do you go down the route with this self-respect mantra of, if I'm going to be judged, I want to make sure what it is that's being judged I'm okay with, because it's a it's in congruence with me. Okay. It's like you know what I don't like it when you do that, and I'm like I get that.
0: And that's it. <laughs> right. That's it. Yeah, I, that's your only comment. Okay. I get that. <laughs> I get that have fun judging me honey right
1: because it's like i like me in this way and i'm not hear this very clearly as a sexy marriage radio nation this is not saying i can just be whatever i want and i don't care about the consequences with other people no i need to recognize that
0: you yeah you got to recognize that something you're comfortable with may totally be At odds for your marriage staying strong. But too
1: often we tend to, as as humans, tell me if I'm wrong with this. Too often we tend to temper ourselves more than expose ourselves of who we are to people around us that we care about.
0: Yeah, I think I, well, speaking for myself, I would tend to um, try and please or. um, I don't want to
1: create the waves.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I
1: don't want to be a disappointment. I don't want to be a frustration. You mm -hmm. know, so we do all these different things. When I could be sitting there one night, when we have no plans, and I'm really wanting to go out and play ball with the friends, and I never mentioned it to you that I was invited to go play ball, and now I'm wrestling with this whole man. I, how could I figure out a way to just go play? You know, and you're like, oh, this is really great. We get to hang out all evening. I haven't seen you. You know, and it's so it's that whole we both have our wants, and neither one are right or wrong. But I will oftentimes there's a tendency of. I don't want to create the possibility of disappointment. So I'll just temper myself rather than, hey, babe, I'm going to go play ball. I thought we were going to hang out tonight. Yeah, we will. I'll be back in two hours. Yeah. I mean, there's a difference to it on how am I living a more solid life, standing up and making the moves like we were talking about with the the wife Mm -hmm. emailer earlier of I got to stand up for me because this is just a truism of life is no one's going to care for you like you can.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so it's seeing it of the importance I've got is handling me and my relationship with me. That's the airplane mentality, right? With the oxygen masks.
0: It It is. And I, I would go back. I totally agree with this just because I think I, I want to be able to rest at night. Yeah. I want to be able to lay my head down and know, you know what? I've done what I can do. Right. And as long as I'm living with an immoral character. Right. This that, is all right, under the
1: framework of integrity and character.
0: Making some sort of assumption that when you guys got married, you're in at least some sort of agreement of what right. your moral character is supposed to be. Right. Um but that I can jive a lot more with a lot of things that go on in life when I know I'm living from, yes, who I want to be and doing what I want to
1: right. That's be the, about. That's the analogy that one of my professors said in my doc program, and he he says he envisions people that when they we all are walking around with these 40, 55 gallon drums strapped around our
0: no oh, yes our,
1: our neck. Or we're holding, I love this example, right? Yeah, and some people one like person A wakes up and by just their makeup, their nature, their culture, their societal upbringing, who they are just as people, they're already 75% full. And so they're going around the rest of the day trying to find that 25%. And we find it through camaraderie, friendship, laughter, money, status, sex, love. I mean, whatever it is that helps fill your bucket. And that's what everybody's doing is going around trying to fill their bucket each day. Yeah. Well, then another person, person B, because of their who they are, genetic, whatever makeup it is they start with their bucket 25% full. And so they're looking for 75% for people every day to, to make themselves feel better and mm-hmm. accomplished by the end of the day. And so if, with that scenario, with person A and person B, who do you want to be a friend with? Who do you want to be in relationship with? Well, to me, it's person A because they don't need as much. Right. And so that's the whole premise of when I can stand on my own two feet better, I create something that's much more likely to be wanted rather than needed. yeah, And when I look at it through that lens, that puts pressure on both people to carry their weight mm-hmm. in the relationship, to be chosen, and then lead you into the promised land, hopefully, of being cherished mm-hmm. by each other, where you truly do feel what you've been longing for all along. yeah, And that just comes by being willing to take the risk and see if it happens. Well, it's interesting to me that, uh, this is, you know, lots of times on the shows we get through lots of different questions, Okay. but this time (laughs) we went, we went a bunch of different ways with one.
0: Yeah, we did.
1: (laughs) And so that was a, a well, a well-rounded question, I guess you could say that was asked because there's a whole lot in there that is applicable to, I think a lot of people more than just the woman that emailed in. So I hope.
0: Thank you for emailing us. Absolutely.
1: I hope that uh, we help you further down the path from where you are today.
0: Yeah. And if anything was left undone, email us again. Yep.
1: Feedback at com or even better, 214-702-9565. So wherever you are, whatever you've been doing, thanks for taking some time out of your day to spend it with us. Mm -hmm. We'll see you next time.